Sup, Sup, Hunks. Sup, Hunks. You've tuned into the right podcast if this is you. You have that anxiety to perform in. This is the podcast that's going to tackle a little bit more on mental health and something I really love to talk about. And what we're going to do is slay the five monsters to performance anxiety so you never have to deal with it again. Or if you deal with it on a level, then you're allowed to or you're enabled and empowered to reduce that stress and allow yourself to perform as you so deserve. You don't have to be a business mogul, public speaker or even a Hollywood actor to want, want or need to perform highly. This podcast is for everyone, from turning up to a social scene, into a new club, or at a team presentation. There are a multitude of factors we must overcome in order to fall into our natural flow, reduce that anxiety that's not serving us, and allow ourselves to just naturally show up for ourselves and perform to our highest level and highest value self, which of course we all deserve. We'll cover the common anxious brain fallacies. I'll list them into five big monsters. And this is going to be overcoming perfectionism, overcoming social judgment and even your own, overcoming the what if, you know, the expectations and the unknown world, overcoming the self-deprecation. So self-loathing and beating yourself up is so common when it comes to anxiety and performance. And also overcoming, this is one of my favorites is the health hunk, overcoming poor neurochemistry so exactly the physiology of our diet and exercise and some little tips and pointers i can give there this is going to be a really beefy podcast and i'm hopefully will you know wrap it up and nice and easy but it's something that i really am passionate to talk about because public speaking performance putting yourself authentically out there really has a formula behind it it's not just you know you show up on a story on your instagram pop up to a social scene and and just naturally perform no there's there's kind of an element of you know preparing yourself and mentally bulletproofing your mind to really perform and you know do yourself proud in that sense again we're going to talk about expectations and not really setting too high expectations of yourself so just to give you another little background you hear it always in the intro but as again i'm once uh, an unconfident anxious and people-pleasing josh Um, I used to fear judgment as a young uni lad and a uni student and amongst, you know, football teams and alpha male cultures. Um, And now I'm starting up the health hunk talking about this, you know, passionately and unapologetically and I'm really enjoying doing it. I've been traveling around the world for four years, um, making it into ITV, coming top 1% for Love Island and prancing around parties in Butler in the Buff naked serving drinks amongst loads of ladies. I can safely say that these were barriers that were completely demolished and it's something that you can definitely destroy and allow yourself to build a complete new foundations for yourself is someone like me who was um, somebody who always judged himself was very self-analytical very perfectionist um, would always second guess myself with everything that came out of my mouth and how I showed up if I can do that and even speak to you on this podcast and you hear me through the years then definitely it's a living testimonial that you can get through it too Mental health difficulties are real and I'll speak on behalf of that and lower low self-esteem is definitely real too but know from a living testimonial like myself and clients I've worked with, there is hope to overcome. So without further ado, let's begin. So we're gonna dive straight into the mind aspect. I've got four monsters here which relate to that mushy thing in our head. And if you are anyone who is a high achiever, sets expectations that are you know 
pretty out of this world and you expect a lot of yourself then overcoming perfectionism is a really big one for you and we're going to kick off the four to the mind and then the one in the body and mind at the end so overcoming perfectionism is understanding that the greats do strive for error-free work an error-free talent and error-free production to the world and striving for greatness is a very key and valuable thing when you are wanting to really stand out from the crowd it's something that will excel your work and make you this competitively advantageous and allow this value that no one else is being able to see in the world and you have this care for your craft that's unprecedented so perfectionism is actually a wicked trait if it's controlled competitive advantage is doing your best in my opinion so you have this value in in life you are you and you can only bring you to the world you are very unique no one can copy and paste you put it that way you know no microsoft word can have me or a google document can copy me in anything they can do you know no one's going to show up with your face in a presentation or deliver the message in the authentic way as you any sentence conversation even if you literally copied and pasted uh, powerpoint slides and and you delivered it in your own way it's going to be like nothing the world has ever seen so take that as the first initial step to say you know you are very authentic you have a value even if you're not even trying as long as you're doing your best to give the, the best value you possibly can and showing up for yourself then you're doing a massive justice do your best mistakes are actually a gift so imagine that if you're going to go into a presentation stutter a few times and actually you know go to a story and fluff up and fall over or whatever else actually those moments become more valuable because you are made to be more human more relatable you're not a robot you have this complete authenticity that you can really embrace and dive into if you're ready for mistakes then you're ready to learn and grow Mistakes are where the biggest growth is made and the biggest iterations and the growth to your character and personality are made. So don't underestimate and never undermine mistakes. So on that note, be very self-aware and understand yourself. So much so that even the analysts love routine. You might love scripts, you might love structure, you might love that complete prescriptive approach to delivering a message. So make sure you double down on that. Make sure you've done all the planning from A to B if you're that kind of person. But again, the creators love the free reign, the spontaneity and the spur of the moment. I once had a modeling gig for a firm here in Changu and I was put up in a surfing camp and, and I was honestly told to rock up and deliver a script word by word and I kid you not it was the most stressful thing that I've ever done in my life and and nothing came out naturally it didn't come out in my authentic flow and self that's because I'm very aware I'm a creative person I love to just flow I get like a few bullet points like I am on this podcast and just flow with it if you have someone who's really like giving me boundaries and a, a big box to sit in I'm afraid it doesn't work with me so again really know your style and really double down in you know building yourself up from a to b in either the creative form or the prescriptive form know that if you're an analyst on one side of the the scale or a creative on the other see what really makes you tick so perfectionism again is all about really quieting that anxious brain by really understanding yourself understanding that mistakes are a gift 
and that nothing is error free. Um, you can strive for your best potential and that's fantastic because it will make you competitive and it will make you really succeed in a sense if you are consistent, persistent and talent is only backed up with character and character can only be built with life experiences and knockbacks. So remember that perfectionism is not human and you're not going to be very relatable to the world. So that's number one. Overcoming perfectionism is hopefully been knocked on his head and slayed straight through the heart. Rolling on to the second one, overcoming judgment. This can be judgment of yourself and judgment of social situations or other people. This one I ran away from such a long time ago. Uh, a few things I would say is that if you are feeling very stuck and you feel like your crowds are just not promoting your better well-being or your best self or your, you know, your 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 highest value set, and again, being self-aware is very much fortified by that. Do those people really pull you back and anchor you down? So you need to be very aware of that. And if so, you need to change your environment, change your crowd and change your people to really be cheerleaders for whatever you do, mistakes and everything in one box. Again, most people think, oh God, and compare themselves to grades, say uh, studying and education. I had this many times with um, mentoring students. They used to think, oh, the guy down the road from me has all these grades. They have A stars, you know, a plethora of 100%. And they're thinking, wow, my 80% isn't as good as theirs. I must be worse. Imagine this, sit yourself down in 10 years time. It's always like you would, my uncle sat me down once when I was going through depression and anxiety. He said, Josh, you will think what were you worried so much about come two or three years down the line? He's a wise man and, and what he told me was so true. I, I came out three, four years down the line and looked back in retrospect and in hindsight and I thought, oh, Josh, what was I really worried about? But I have total empathy for you because your brain does play tricks on you and you could be in a toxic manifested state that does need to create an inspirational action. So, Again, bringing it back to that point, if you were fast and foraging yourself 10 years time or even two years time, will those people that really matter to you, the people that you are comparing, um, you're comparing your grades to, um, your professional career, your performance to, will they really be that significant in your life? Will they really be really, you know, worth sweating the small stuff for? I don't think so. So really think about that, you know, get deep on that little analog and dialogue for yourself and um, hopefully that helps you. The real problem really is not the social judgment, it's the judgment of yourself. Leonardo da Vinci once said, when one can have no smaller or greater mastery than mastery of oneself. It all starts from within. A purpose for larger than yourself. Build a macro picture rather than sweating the small stuff. Imagine that you're doing this inner work to really put in something for purpose. There's something far more greater than you right now and far more macro and something, you know, that's really going to add value to the world. A purpose that's going to have you quit that anxious brain, quit that social judgment and do it anyway. You need to really build up an outcome goal, I call it, and make sure that the process goals along the way to get and end up achieving that outcome are going to allow you to say no to the anxious brain and yes to all the positive work you're doing like you are listening to this podcast now. So make sure you've got a purpose very strong, aligning with your value system and that's something that's going to really drive, be a driving force along the way and, and 
and have you do what it takes, not sweat the small stuff and play big. Play big. You may not and never get there in this world, but really drive for it. And it's like when, you know, when we get set boundaries at school, I used to get a target grade of Bs. And then when I, I really believe that. And I honestly did the amount of work to get a B grade and ended up settling for less. Why do you set boundaries on yourself? And it shouldn't be set by social judgment of people that really don't matter to you. Again, don't be set by boxes. Really dream big. If, you know, that mansion on the street is uh, the American dream is something you're dreaming for, you know, the happy wife, happy life, the the big mega mansion and a sports car. Why not dream bigger? Why not think about a few of those properties dotted all around the world, which is enabling you to travel and, and think a little bit bigger than you already are? You know, you could own a street one day, maybe like the Monopoly games. You know, I was so chuffed at that when I used to even get the Browns. Own the Browns. Was it the... um? White Church. I used to be really happy about that. Whitechapel Road. Cool. When I was going passing go, I used to snap up all those 200 coins, but it was seriously an achievement. So allow yourself to dream big and something that you can get to sustainably with process goals and an outcome that's really going to drive something larger than yourself. Um, get out of that ego brain, brain and making sure that your life is full of purpose. There we go. That's overcoming judgment. Overcoming the what if is number three. This is all about expectations. Again, the anxious brain is trying to protect us. We kind of draw out scenarios in front of our face. The unknown world is is a scary place because we really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So the what if brain is there to protect us, but we definitely need to quieten it because it's not serving us when we are, you know, trying to play a game of pool or we've turned up to a tournament or a social setting or that presentation and you've got a crowd full of 50 people with beady eyes on you and you know you've got sweaty armpits and you're ready to deliver whatever's behind you you don't want anything creating a completely irrational situation beforehand because really did anybody die from creating a presentation and delivering one our brain likes the idea of proof of concept take the you first analogy you know when you go down a death slide i used to be so petrified of heights so when i used to go to those play parks there was these things called death slides which were a direct drop and it would catch you at the bottom but you couldn't see that as a kid so the older boys could literally have perspective could look over the edge and honestly they would throw themselves right over that head first as a little boy i was like you know i was getting my younger brother and pushing him down first so again that analogy of you first is so important even as a little child you understood that you needed a proof of concept that that person isn't going to top themselves at the bottom of that slide it's like skateboarding you know you you have pain for progress those that they know they're going to fall off and you're going to watch those tricksters falling off a board and you think ouch that looks painful and it hurts but they've taken it on and they've survived so even if you take you know even taking the really successful entrepreneurs or the successful fitness coaches that I see doing so well on a live stream or even doing book tours and live you know live tours around the country I envy it to an extent but never envy it just use it as a proof of concept that they never died it would have taken grit and hard work and determination motivation and inspiration yeah but they didn't die and so anxiety and irrationality can be taken completely out of that equation I've moved country, for example, taking me as a, you know, taking me as a, as a, 
as a proof of concept yourselves you know i moved country because i've seen it online i thought wow there's a real dream life out there that i love traveling coupling up my passion for fitness health helping others why not become an online coach that travels the world I've seen it with my own two eyes online and again the social media and internet really opens us up to real huge possibilities so really quieting down that what if again i'm now coupled up and really grateful to have a partner like jasmine you know jazzy lipska who started up her youtube and has been exponentially successful so that has enabled me and instigated some real inspiration to start a podcast get into youtube the proof of concept is in the pudding it's like she's definitely worked hard for that but is saying that josh why can't you do it we're all human um and jazz jazz didn't die from going live on a youtube or you know reaching a three hundred thousand subscribers she didn't she's actually thriving so so give that as a proof of concept that you can do it just the same must also bring in strategy. Um, I used to study business, so this really helps. And Henry Mintzberg used to say that the world was very predictable. And uh, there was a prescriptive school of thought to the world, which means it's very step by step. And you can, you know, guess the future in terms of very incremental steps to taking on the world, a very stoic belief system. There's also the world that is very unpredictable. And that's my school of thought, if I'm totally honest. You can't predict what is tomorrow. So have this very pivoting and agile style in how you perform and how you react to the world around you. That being said, there is a big hybrid in the world. You know, you can't be too creative and too fluffy as you will get nothing done. You can't be too with the wind as you'll have no progress to the big outcome we spoke to spoke about earlier so it's all about having a complete hybrid it will also you know get the best of both worlds and not steal the life's beauty of the element of surprise the unknown element and the excitement of the experience of the world Whatever you get up to in that performance is going to be something that's going to excite you it should excite you it should you know pivot your mental energy to the fact that this is something that's never been experienced by you or the world before so create a living masterpiece and again don't set yourself up for huge perfectionism because again a masterpiece is being authentically you and showing up as you as that again unique self unique experience that's never been experienced by the universe ever before so don't steal life's beauty of unpredictability and making sure that you are slightly prescriptive in your school of thought and having a a general strategy before you get to that state you know competence and confidence have to coexist to do your best so knowing enough to not fail or you know reduce the anxiety of stuttering or falling over on stage and having big sweat patches say it or even you know going up to a social scene have a little bit of practice you know you're on this podcast here that's a little practice that's going to give you some knowledge and some knowledge to back up the competence which is again only gained through experience and practical doing it yourself um so i have all faith that you'll do just fine and this is going to leave us to overcoming self-deprecation we're now on to number four we're nearly there with the monsters of the mind um and we're going to go to self-deprecation i did say it was a big meaty episode so we're going to break this up with another ad um, as it will support the podcast but without further ado i'm going to get back to overcoming self-deprecation right after this one Let's rock right into killing the self-deprecation monster within most of us. I'm sure we all deal with this because it's something that we always, you know, we beat ourselves up. We are our own worst enemy. It's like, take me, for example. I used to really suffer 
um, posting content, comparing myself to other people. I used to even before a live stream think, will I ever get enough viewers for this to be worthy? If this message, for example, on the podcast or the video that's going to reach on a live stream reaches one person and allows them to feel great about their day or you add some value and really reinforce the value you're giving to the world, then that is certainly enough to get you started. You know, we're always worried about what will their feedback be like, you know, the response to what we put out there. Again, there's taking a lot of work on yourself to really build up a strong core to the onion that can always be peeled away, peeled away, peeled away. But that core is so strong, you know, it's like kryptonite to any kind of material trying to hack away at it. Your value system, whatever falls away, maybe your relationship falls away, your confidence in your corporate life is is falling away, you know, your finances might be falling to pot, but that should never define or, you know, undermine your confidence there in that given moment. So, start killing that beast, that self-deprecation beast, with the fact that your value system will be so strong that the fact that you want to give a, a, a personal experience or some value so strong enough that self-deprecation, judgment, and will you have enough will never cross your mind again. We magnetize ourselves to excellent rewards by raising the value of ourselves. Raising the value of ourselves really comes in, like I said, you know, you want to overcome the comparison issue, making sure that you are strong-willed in your own self so much so that you have this gift Everybody has this gift. You have a unique gift to offer the world and you should stand truly and strongly in that once you know yourself enough. Again, coaching really helps with that. I define and help clients through creating a value set that's allowing them to say yes and no easier to making decisions. I have a lot of things to do with defining mission statements so they can carry through with their lives. I have a lot of advice, books, resources and whatnot. But if that's something that interests you, then pop in the DMs on Instagram or just throw me an email or however you want to get into me. That would be fantastic. Running into overcoming poor neurochemistry. This is one of those that really ticks me off. Um, Physiology of diet and exercise. People really undermine the power of the inputs that we put into our bodies. We are neurochemical beings you know everything that we eat is converted into energy and some energy sources are better than others so protein centric intolerance free and whole foods tend to be the best foods to get out and perform and you know overcome that anxiety you're in a heightened state which is slow releasing foods you're not on a roller coaster throughout the day and you don't have this insulin resistance which is you know creating huge sugar spikes within your your body and your, your your body doesn't know what to do with it so it kind of freaks out if you've got intolerances like me I think I've got like a slight element of autoimmune disease like literally I stroked the dog today and I blew up in rashes all over my body and so that's correlates to my food too even apples I eat and I get some hives on my lips that's probably my issue to figure out myself but I do know I'm very aware of what I put into my system and it's allowed me to achieve the physical state I'm in and the mental clarity that I need when I need to perform too so I completely advocate for a few diets you may want to try and I will talk about these in a future podcast but the whole 30 diet is one I really advocate for is stripping back all the bad stuff in diets is the MSGs, the white breads, the white rices, the the carbs that are just very sugar heavy, glycogen heavy. And it's one of those that's just really giving you complex carbohydrates, giving you 
good legumes giving you sweet potatoes you know broccolis and things that aren't packaged very organic and those styles of foods that's going to release energy very slowly and it's going to be like a a bomb for your performance so try the whole 30 diet if you want to get funky with a ketogenic diet that's for somebody who has insulin resistance um, that's something if somebody is, is really intolerant to carb heavy foods sugars are super sensitive to insulin and super sensitive to the sugars in food then um, then something like ketogenic diet will work for you as you know you're altering your energy source you're getting your source and your glycogen and the, the the fuel source to perform from fats and proteins rather than carbohydrates again a keto diet is very good for that um, intermittent fasting is another one for this you know lots of people do intermittent fasting to be in a higher state and again i'm going to talk about this in another podcast but intermittent fasting is a fantastic way to have your body not be in a consumption state and be ready to perform and deliver that message without even needing like even before this podcast i had maybe a little bit of tea um i had a very protein centric meal and i've Jazz gave me a you know a chocolate bar to eat halfway through the podcast. I was like, Jazz, no, this is going to send me south. I'm going to send myself into a, a dizzy, fatal spell that's not going to be able to have this podcast listen to your ears. So allow yourself to be very aware, conscious of how food emotionally affects you as much as it physically affects you. Hydration. People really undermine this. I think there's a crazy stat out there that above 80% of the population are naturally dehydrated. They're not drinking enough. So we're operating in a state which is almost like alcoholism. It's like we've had a couple of beers and, um, you know, hold of beers on the weekend it's the same kind of state that we're our brain is not getting enough water oxygen h2o our blood flow is not at the highest optimal state and so that's almost in a reactive state that's almost like a fight or flight mode um in a state where your body is doing overtime to get hydration around your system it's you know it's trying to liquidate what it has and it's giving you that stressful response you need to eliminate eliminating stressors makes your life a lot easier and creates clarity in both body and mind so I advocate for hydration, making sure that it's, you know, clean water. It's at least three to five liters a day I prescribe clients, but making sure it's nice and regular. You don't, again, I heard this crazy stat, you're not allowed or not meant to drink more than one liter in an hour. Now that's crazy. You don't want to drown your innards and your, your liver um, to overdrive it. Like, once again, you can't perform in overdrive. So that's that tip there. Reduce inflammatories, promote anti-inflammatories. So again, it's all about caffeinating, you know, seeing how you react to caffeine. Don't overdose, don't overstimulate your mind when you know you are already in that kind of wavelength already. Making sure that you have anti-inflammatories like diet, uh, like jamu, like kale, like broccoli, you know, like asparagus, like beetroot. Things that are gonna really dis- decrease cortisol, push up testosterone pumping performance, enzymes you know and and really get yourself going and 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 making sure you're in that state to kick off and perform you can even get yourself into the state of physically pushing with action again our mind might send us south but what we can do and control nice and easily is our physical reaction it's actually much easier to do physical than it is mental so really um disrupt the cycle disrupt that feedback loop you're creating for yourself the irrational thoughts that are going round and round in your head that depression that might make you feel so sleepy that might make you feel so out of sorts just getting out of bed and doing a burpee for goodness sake is just going to get that blood going Um, and i'm going to advocate for that in my find your fit 30 day course which is coming out in the future but start sorry to waffle on 
um, anything to do with burpees, press-ups, performance breathing, anything like that is going to be serotonin exuding and cortisol decreasing. Again, breathing, throwing it back to that, performance breathing is absolutely a thing. Breath work is fantastic for allowing your dopamine to kick off. There's dopamine activating breathwork methods by Marcel Huff. I tried his course out and again, I'm not affiliating, but if you want to know more about that course, you can put in health hunk in a discount code and find the link in the bio to this podcast. But breathing is a fantastic way of using an anchor and allowing that anxiety to be quickly heightened by what we always have. The Buddhist monks use it on a day-to-day basis and allows them to reach higher states and, you know, in that state of flow, because what's happening is that they are really stopping that anxious brain that high heart rate it reduces your cortisol it does everything you need it to again all these fancy terms and fancy terminologies are only just reinforcing you to start with action the actions aren't actually that hard if you want to get into meditation breathing it really is just as easy as breathing but if you want that hot handhold then marcel hoff in the course in the bio in the podcast link will have it all there for you just make sure you use the health hunt code um, and that will get you a nice little discount um as always though making sure that we have this complete mind body connection throughout performance making sure we're decreasing our anxiety because it's completely natural making sure we're befriending it in the sense saying thank you anxiety thank you for being there but i don't need you right now hopefully killing off all five of these demons and giving you all the practical tips to take on the performance whether it be a presentation at school at uni uh, um, you know even performing in the gym or turning up to a social event um, you know anything to do with performing you know even at the desk sending out emails whatever it be we do want to try and acquire that higher state you are you know life is is there's so much to life there's so much in that dash on our gravestone there's such an optimism in our life that you are a gift to the world you're so unique and you are stealing yourself and stealing the gift for the world of others so don't hold back move forward with action and hopefully this podcast is going to take you to the next level here i've said how you can overcome perfectionism allowing that mistakes are there as a gift and allowing you to pivot you know everything is human your gift is in just turning up authentically you're overcoming social judgment and yourself as number two and you're overcoming the what if with expectations, knowing the world is so unpredictable, but you're going to charge at it anyway. Overcoming that self-deprecation, hopefully you've you know overcome that. You are internally working on yourselves to really give the gift of yourself and then overcoming poor neurochemistry, which again is all about your diet, exercise and cutting the cycle with a little bit of movement, a little bit of eating well and having the right prescription for that. Again, it gets a little complex and a program might help it. Like I told you, a bit of programming like the prescriptive world in an unpredictable world can really help you reach your goals. Again, the process goals really help you get your outcomes and that is what Health Hunt Coaching can do for you in a program and calls with me on a monthly basis. So let me know if you are keen on that too. But I'm going to leave you with this and thank you for tuning in for so long. It's been a really big, meaty podcast I hope you get something from. Make sure you shout out something on the Health Hunk um story on instagram that's where i most see things and i will repost you because i appreciate the early supporters so much you wouldn't believe leaving you on this one the dalai lama once said change only takes place through action not through meditation and prayer alone so you can contemplate 
performing in the world so much you know you can contemplate and analyze yourself before it's even happened but what matters most is that you are just starting start small don't compare yourself to big making sure you're very conscious of what you consume and you are charging into the world with that gift that you already inherently have the next episode will help knock down procrastination once and for all so stay tuned for that there's lots of science behind action and motivation and i could probably pop that in another podcast so stay tuned for that one and again hunks keep it hunky and i do believe that you're performing your highest potential when you take some of these tips on board and just be your authentic self life is a journey and it's so exciting to discover more about yourself like it is for me all the best hunky hugs over the microphone and over the virtual i'll see you on the next one hunky hats off for you to listening through the podcast now you've heard it go put everything into practice if you wanted to dive even deeper then check out the show notes on the website at www.thehealthhunk.com for the latest coaching offers and all things social platforms go and keep it hunky i'll love to see you there